Hello and welcome to another episode of Screen Wars, our thought leader series, where we learn from industry experts about the latest trends and challenges from across the convergent TV space. Hosted by Michael Beach. Uh, today, I'm joined by Bob Gruders. Bob is currently the Chief Revenue Officer of Loop Media. Um, a lot of you might not be familiar with Loop Media, but you're, I'm sure you're familiar with the product. Uh, if you go into uh, you know, restaurants or fitness clubs or nail salons or, or uh, you know, bars or bowling alleys, uh, you'll see a smart TV screen all the time streaming content. Um, you know, Bob's company uh, works with local businesses to get these uh, installed. And then obviously creates a huge ad opportunity. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm really bullish on this concept. Uh, I think the content is extremely sticky and well-tailored for the environment. Uh, and then just the fact that um, the opportunity to reach people um, in more places just when they're at home with with, with high-impact video, I think it's going to be really big. I'm, I'm excited about it and uh, really excited to have Bob on the pod today. A uh, little background on him, you know, his deep experience, um, been in leadership at places such as Facebook and MTV, but also been a media director before. And that's a really an interesting uh, background. We'll get into that a little bit today. We're, we're starting to talk about the trade-offs and what the what the view is from the agency or the brand, uh, but has a really good understanding of how um, an advertising product that's going to succeed is going to fit into a plan. And a lot of times when people only come from the sell side, uh, I think they can kind of be missing that. And so I think that's you know really valuable. So please enjoy my conversation with Bob Gruders. Hey, Bob, welcome to Screen Wars. Hey, thank you, Michael. Happy to be here. Excellent. Well, you know, kind of what's the story uh, with Loop Media and, and what problem do you solve? Well, we bring streaming uh, services to businesses because if you remember consumers all those years ago, streaming kind of invaded our lives, took over for what was happening previously with Linear, never made it to a business. They were forced with the same solutions they always had. And we just saw an opportunity to bring them the same things that they were now used to as consumers, but as business people. Excellent. And uh, I'm very familiar with the product. Um, you know, I, you start to see it everywhere now. I think that, uh, you know, restaurants and bowling alleys and fitness centers, but, you know, is that kind of the, the use case or what, is it, uh, I mean, you're, you know, thousands of locations, right? Well, we, we do, we do. We do have tens of thousands of locations and growing. I'd say we're 1% done if we look at penetration just in the U.S. or even if you want to go even further and go globally, uh, there's a lot of blue ocean out there for us. I think we kind of we, we kind of haven't really even scratched the surface of what's possible. But the goal is to make sure that retail, right, any type of retail, we could be talking about bars and restaurants, we could be talking about universities, we could be talking about drug stores and nail salons, all those awesome locations that we spend time in. Our whole goal is to help a business create a brand and a vibe. So when you walk in there, it's not a dead zone. It's not morose. It's not just like background white noise. What we want to do is we want to match with a content relevancy perspective to what the actual business is trying to achieve. And by the way, that's Bob's Pizza on the corner, or it's the pizza chain that has 10,000 locations across the globe. Just want to make sure we help them match and give them a really, a really cool environment. And then even give them the ability to use a, a digital signage add-on product to communicate with their customers or their employees. It's literally point of contact, right? It's, it's last click kind of in real life because people are there, their minds are open and their wallets are out. So kind of explain to us how, how it works. I know you, you, you kind of have a two-sided market here where you work with businesses and obviously even other side of the shop, I assume that works with advertisers, but 
you know, how sure. do you actually get in front of, um, you know, how's it work where I even see your ad in the first place? Sure. The well, I, I'll tell you the truth. This is how we look at it. And I think it's a smart way to think about it. It starts with really smart tech. So we design our own CMS. We also have our own ad stack that's matched to it. And the goal is to provide a really seamless technology solution that's ubiquitous and easy and just like plug and play for a business owner. So you might be a, a local business. Let's just say it's yours. It's Michael's Burgers. And you now want to have some kind of service where you can stream content. Well, you're either going to go traditionally to the linear channels or digital channels like a dish and a direct, and you're going to have TV brought in. You're going to hope that you're bringing in the right content. Think pretty quickly. You're going to realize, well, nobody ever came into my establishment to watch a 30 minute, a 60 minute or a two hour movie, right? That just doesn't work. I'd love to have some kind of curated content for people that are coming in based on the frequency or the duration of their visit. So faster content, but you really want brand name content because you want it to be recognizable and enjoyable, informative, engaging, all those things. And so what Loop will do, this is the crux, we use our technology, which is where we start to have flawless execution. We, con we, we go ahead and we go get content, we curate it for the viewing experience, which is gonna be faster paced and definitely not episodic. And then what we're going to do is we're going to come in and we're going to talk a little bit about how we can give that to you for free. Why as a business do you want to pay for that if you can avoid paying for it? So if we can improve your local economy inside your own business, isn't that great? If you're not willing to do that, we can offer you a subscription. But if you are, we do it through ad support. And so we'll go ahead and we'll use, and we're a programmatic first shop, right? That's how we operate. We'll monetize this with advertising where we'll either do it in a really um, non-disruptive way where we'll use something called the squeeze back. I think we're all used to squeeze back ads in sports where the content's still happening, but the ad can play and grab your attention. Or we'll do full screen depending on what type of content's playing. But in that, we're delivering a really quality product that you feel really good about that you as a business owner can actually day part, you can program and you can do things to make sure it works for your business and you're not paying for it. You're just getting a really seamless, wonderful execution, right? Amazing technology followed by curated premium brand name content that's supported with ads that are not disruptive to your business, but they do grab and engage the audiences that are there. So that's how we actually bring our product to life. That's a customer for us too as well, right? Those business owners, whether they're mom and pop small businesses or they're big enterprise uh, organizations. The second part of our audience is that's always going to be the advertiser because we have to actually have the ads in a wanted environment and we have to market and sell those ads in a way that they understand who are they reaching, how are they reaching them, and in what context are they reaching them. So the good news is we moved into a world where contextual relevancy has become more important for advertisers. If I am Pepsi and I want, to, I want to make sure I'm promoting and supporting the artists that I spend a lot of my resources on, I can find those artists in our music channels and I can go ahead and make sure that I surround that with my advertising and messaging. It's a good thing. So we work with the SSPs and DSPs. We work with Clients Direct. And what they do is we just we really just talk about our value proposition. It's the ability to reach and engage an audience when they're, again, I'll just repeat it, their minds are open and their wallets are out. You have the ability to affect, affect them in real time and just take all of that information and all of that data that you've used to reach that consumer. And now you're just following them 
right at that point of impact, that moment where purchase can happen or it's about to happen. So it really does kind of complete the funnel from awareness to consideration to conversion, right? We can help across all three of those levels. But really what I think advertisers and folks are seeing as customers of ours is we deliver it in a very transparent way. And we're just very open and fair about how we actually offer it and price it. And I think it's been really smart and well-received. Yeah, so obviously a lot of video, you know, probably a lot of our audience has missed the fact that out of home, you know, obviously people are familiar now with the acronym, you know, digital out of home, but really sure. it's becoming a big channel for delivery of video, right? Yeah. I, you know what I think with all this jargon that we use in the industry, it's TV. It's just TV. It's always just been TV. So if you said to the average person, oh, you watch linear TV, I think they'd look at you, scratch their head and say, I don't know what you mean. Oh, you're watching streaming TV. And they're like, huh? Just watching TV. I think a really good way to, to think about it, too, is I remember when I was I was a, an ex-agency person. I was also a client. And I remember the really, really expensive CPMs that ESPN would charge. And a big part of that was they had great reach of men. And you know what? When you look at that and you broke it down, you realize their content, yeah, it was playing in the home. I think we all realized it was also playing on the TVs of the places that we went to, bars, restaurants, lounges, wherever we were going. They actually were really, really smart. They were charging you for that exposure outside of the home already. The, the, the truth is TV is going to just keep evolving. It's the distribution mechanism. At the end of the day, what we're really talking about is can you get great premium content to the people who want to watch it? in the places where they're aggregated, right? Where they're spending their time. That is essentially what we do. And that's what this ecosystem is. It's the extension of that TV viewing experience. And it marries right, right to and beautifully with what you're doing either inside of your home, on your device, whatever your device is. It's all those things. It just completes the full video spectrum and picture in my opinion. Yeah, so I mean, on the, on that, do you think that the the advertiser, whether it's the agency or the the kind of end brand, you know, do they understand where this fits in the overall video plan? Yeah, I I, I think you know, uh, stone by stone, you build the cathedral. It is on us to go ahead and educate and re-educate, inform, listen, talk to, and just make sure that we're not so much selling this, but we're just giving them the information to make informed decisions. Uh, I'm a, like I said, a former media director. When I was trying to surround a consumer, a potential buyer, an existing buyer for whatever I was trying to do, I wanted to make sure that I was relevant in that moment. And I think as we go in this and we talk about how somebody views in an out of home location, right? How somebody views in a business or at a university, we have to just talk about the context of it, right? So the beauty of what we do is we have the ability to not only just engage that individual that they were reaching in the home or on their device, but now we're getting them and we're actually delivering a larger audience. Just think about it this way. We're video that humes faster, right? Definitely more efficiently because you're able to reach one, five, 10, 25 people with your single ad exposure, your single impression. So again, it creates an efficiency. It creates a level of efficacy that just complements what they're doing. Our goal, which is to educate, we have to articulate, and we have to just make sure that there's comprehension of what this does to the overall mix. If you're sitting there as a buyer today, Michael, you're just going to say, I just want to have the most complete picture of my customer, and I want to know the most interesting, 
most powerful ways that I can affect them throughout their entire journey. We've always talked about customer journey. This truly is that fitting piece of really kind of like, how does it come together? How do I really, how do I really achieve that? This is a great solution. And I could see, you know, we still, um, you know, we talk about streaming or anything else. We still see a, you know, primarily a linear buyer and a, a digital buyer, you know, and obviously their skills are starting to mix, but I could see this being uh, fitting into both skill sets, right? You've kind of got the, if you're used to a mass reach approach on TV and you're looking at a geography, you could definitely see it. Or um, you've got a lot of elements of digital in, uh, in the ad as well. Who do you think is a better fit in the short term? Oh, geez. I don't know. I'll tell you the truth. That's a really, that's a, that's a tough one. I think in the world of media, we still love this industry loves to put things in buckets, right? It's just so much easier as you do planning, allocation, reporting, even if you're just trying to create a ROAS experiment to be able to say, this is what delivered what. And so it becomes a little easier, but on our side, it becomes a little bit more complicated. I can tell you right now, when we talk to clients or their agencies or both together, Nine times out of 10, they put us into the CTV bucket because that's where they've got more opportunity. They've budgeted more money in that particular area. And so we can help achieve that. And because we extend reach and we do it so efficiently, we're a reach extender at a super efficient price for them. Then there are other spaces and places where people have been really immersed in out of home and they love the ability to now have a digital component there. So they look at this as a great way to kind of build out out of home. We really, we say it all the time. We deliver TV, right? We are a TV product delivering TV impressions, how you want to budget and buy us. That's really however it is that it works for you. But again, the majority of folks, when we talk to at the client and the agency level, they're like, your TV, your CTV. Now, when you go to the linear versus digital part of that question of your question, I think that happens behind closed doors. And, you know, I'm not sure if that's a discussion or if it's an allocation or a reallocation process, but we know that we deal with just about everybody. And if they have certain parameters or guidelines that we have to follow, look, we just follow. We want to be as user-friendly as possible. Can't be a media type, specifically a newer one or an evolved one, and be hard. Hard equals not used. Yeah, sure. Yeah, hard, hard equals no revenue. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, big picture, you know, where do you see this going and you know, where do you see Loop Media in five years? Uh, that's a good one. So I see Loop Media globalized. I see us uh, around the world doing what we do best and bringing streaming to businesses for free wherever they want it or a, a subscription. I see the landscape of television getting less cloudy. I see people understanding that TV now, because of digital, is possible everywhere, all the time, and anywhere that consumers are willing to take on that viewing experience. I think that we start to understand how to curate. Think about what mobile did. Mobile curated content because you were going to watch it for about three seconds. And they started to curate that content. And everyone accepts that a mobile view is a really important view in the marketing mix. So I think in five years, they're looking at the way that we curate content, 30 seconds, three and a half minutes, whatever that is. I think they start looking at this as just another evolution in the curation of content married back to the customer and how they view. So I think what you have is you have widespread acceptance. You have um, understanding of the budgeting buckets of where you should be. And we are now 
just part of the overall TV landscape. Because I think we're a smart industry. I think we're going to figure this out and we're going to realize that TV is TV is TV and that we are part of that and we help achieve client outcomes the way that they want to measure them. Excellent. Um, yeah, get you out here in a couple more questions. You know, one really big picture. I know you obviously get your media director hat. Um, yeah. Overall in the video space, if you go wave a magic wand and change one thing on the video ad space, what would it be and why? Uh, I, I think we'd have a ubiquitous measurement system where we could actually look at this and you knew what an impression across all different video delivery channels was worth and that you could put that into your, your magic hat and you could actually get a deduped ad impression, a reach number, a frequency number. And at the same time, you could marry data across all of those different impressions to be able to achieve really what you want, really smarter outcomes, measurable outcomes. That's what I think we need to work on. But the world, like, that is truly a fantasy because I think as we look at everything, measurement, cross, cross, cross measurement, that's still been the holy grail for all of us, right? Attribution across things has been the most difficult kind of like, I'd say like grandiose topic that we all want to accomplish and tackle, but haven't been. So if we're thinking about a really measurement and attribution in a really ubiquitous manner. Yeah, that's a great one. I think that's a... Uh... Um, you know, it seems like a, a two steps forward, one step back type thing, but you know, definitely getting there. But I mean, the, um, seems like new ads are popping up and new streaming services and yeah. you know, it's just as fast as we can kind of, uh, solve that. So, well, I don't think that's going to change, you know, where, wherever technology takes us and affords us this opportunity to enjoy video. I mean, I can remember my first flip phone. If you told me I was going to be able to watch TV, and not only TV, but I was going to watch something called Netflix on that, I would have told you you're nuts. But so I, I, I think open mindedness to what's coming and what we can't even imagine, that's where we have to be as, as consumers and professionals. I, look, we all watch the movies, right? Like every uh, Tom Cruise movie where his contact lens is telling him everything in the world that he ever needs to know. Is that really that far off? Probably yeah. not. That's wild. Think about it. Yeah. Stuff we saw 10, 15 years ago is actually happening. So you got to exactly. assume it's, it's close. So true. Well, Bob, I really enjoyed the conversation. I know our audience will as well. Uh, where's the best way to find out about you and uh, Loop Media? Uh, well, you can go to loop.tv at any moment in time. Or also you can find us on LinkedIn. We have a pretty strong presence there. We're on all the social channels, of course. But you can always find us. I mean, for me, Bob at loop.tv loop .tv at any time. Uh, we have a whole group that is just ready to work with anybody and solve any kind of problems you might have. Excellent. Well, I'm grateful for your time. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate it. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Screen Wars. I hope you enjoyed the discussion. You can find out more about Cross Screen Media at crossscreenmedia.com. Please don't forget to sign up for our weekly newsletter, State of the Screens. You can find us on social media at Cross Screen Media. Join us next time for more insights and analysis straight from the experts.